Welcome to The Dramatic Difference, a program about story, stage, and the author of creativity. I'm your host, Wayne Scott, founder and president of Lifehouse Productions. Here's what's more important to me. Remember that we're not just a theater company. And this is what I really want you to think about and why I encourage your support. And I hate asking for support. I've gotten better at it because it's like a muscle that you develop over the years, but I, I don't know if it's a pride issue. It probably is personal pride. It's my own sin in not wanting to ask people for help. But I believe so much in what we're doing, and I've seen so many lives change for the better over the years that I, I now must ask. I, I feel it's my duty to please join in supporting what we're doing. Not because we're a theater company, and I don't want you to support a theater company, um, we're not just any theater company. We're not just a place where you come and hear uh, happy tunes and leave with warm, gurgly feelings. I stand in the arch at uh, audience right, stage left, and I talk to hundreds of people throughout the year, and I get prayer requests. I, I had one man so kindly, I, I just consider this a great honor. He said, you're my pastor to the arts. And I really appreciated his saying that because then it, it for me, it instilled responsibility. I have a responsibility to live up to that and to not let you down and to do what the Lord is calling us to do. So I don't want you to think of us as just a theater company. I want you to think of us as a mission. And I want you to think of us as a mission in two senses. And I'm going to tell you something I think is very startling in just a moment. But I want you to think of us as a mission in the sense that we are an outreach to guests and to our storytellers. And also in the sense we're a mission, secondly, uh, in that we are a cause. Our cause is to transform the arts in our society as a beacon of excellence for His Excellency, yes, but also to impact what I think is a rather crass culture that we live in, in our corner of the world, in our backyard at least, if not elsewhere, but we are making a difference elsewhere. In fact, not only nationally, but throughout the world through the exporting of our scripts, our audio dramas, the podcasts, and various other means. So you're supporting Lifehouse, but you're supporting a mission that is ongoing. And so I want you to think of it in terms of not just something that's tangible locally, but something that's having a major impact elsewhere. Some of you know, and hopefully many of you know, that as I speak, preparations are well underway and they're nearly complete for the staging of Revelation Off-Broadway, a production that was staged at Lifehouse for the first time. I think that is absolutely remarkable. And we've had a small hand in trying to support it, very small. I wish we could fund the whole thing. Dustin Seithammer, who we all know is a creative genius who's been on our staff, we are so excited about what he is doing. It, it is uh, the best extension of what we would like to see happen possible. And there is a guy who's going out and fighting fire with fire in the marketplace of ideas. And we need to support that. Well, it started with your support of Lifehouse that mission, that cause, because without your support, productions like that would never have been developed. We could never have afforded it. We could never have gotten the orchestrations. Do you know that a new production, typically, before we even put pen to paper, $4,000 for orchestration, so you can hear those beautiful soundtracks, one of those unglamorous hidden costs. But we have a small hand in seeing that go off Broadway. Now I'm praying the right people will see that and maybe it will get to Broadway. Wouldn't that be remarkable? And so... This is what we're supporting together. And finally, 
to impact our culture, it does take courage. And that, that's why we chose this theme. And, and it just it worked out beautifully in God's providence that the configuration of productions that we're doing next season has that theme. I received a text, and here's the thing that has been rather startling. Um, I received a text from a friend of a Lifehouse volunteer. A text from a friend of a Lifehouse volunteer. And this was related to me by one of this very volunteer. And this is what the text said, and I'm going to quote it. This friend's son is in theater at RCC. Now that's, I think, Riverside City College, is that right? And they had an assignment to see a show at any Inland Empire Theater and write a paper about it, but they were specifically told it could not be a show at Lifehouse Theater. And they were told not to go there. Now, am I a little perturbed about that? Well, yes, I am. You see, I went to public schools all my life. I graduated from UC Riverside. I was a political science, religious studies double major, and I never realized I'd be standing here doing what I'm doing now, but God had the last laugh, right? He zigged where I zagged, and, and here I am. And God called me here. It's 1135 North Church Street. Well, that's not this address, but you know where that address is. And he's called, as Tammy said, he's called us all to various places. So, so here I am. But I was not afraid of what I would encounter at UC Riverside. Uh, I had a professor who uh, was a Marxist, made no secrets about it. I had a professor in the religious studies department who was a Buddhist, and I studied that, and I studied world religions, and I studied different political systems and ideas. I thought I might go into law, but uh, I thought better of that. And uh, anyway, an attorney here who's a good friend. Uh, all that said, uh, we're called here. And uh, I'm going to take the high road on this. I don't know who the professor is, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to embarrass anybody. And we're not going to create a campaign or protest or uh, some kind of letter-writing campaign or, or grouse on social media. That's, that's not what we're here to do. That's, that's, we've got more important and time-consuming things that are more valuable with time to do. We're going to take that high road, and we're just going to keep competing in the marketplace of ideas and try to get better and better and better at doing it. And hopefully people will take notice. I've been praying that maybe one of those students will say, hey, what's, on, what's up with that? You see, I went to these public schools myself, and okay, I was a Christian going in, and I'm a Christian going out, right? And so I didn't, I filtered everything. Yeah, well, I filtered everything I heard, I filtered through a biblical lens, and I, I was able to come out just fine. What do these other folks in the secular academic world have to fear? I mean, it can't be our quality. We've received as many awards as any regional theater around. Uh, we're getting great reviews and great press. Um, our, our actors are acclaimed. Our sets have gotten awards. So I don't think it's the caliber of the quality of what we're doing. And only 30,000 folks a year like us. So I'm, I'm guessing that it's probably the worldview that we share. Well, Dr. Professor, all art has a worldview. Whether you go to the movies or you see something on television, those script writers and that director has a point of view, and you're filling your head up with it when you pay $12 to see it at the theater, or 15 or whatever it is, or you watch a Netflix or, or whatever. You're getting a worldview. We have a worldview too, right? And so if you dismiss the kind of thing we're doing them. You might as well dis dismiss uh, other silly Christians like C.S. Lewis 
and Victor Hugo and Leo Tolstoy and Charles Dickens and Louisa May Alcott, just to name a few Christians who wrote novels and things that we stage. Let's write them all off. We don't like that worldview. So yes, I'm a little riled about that. But this is what you're helping to support, fighting fire with fire in the marketplace of ideas. And I would really like you to be motivated tonight to help us in that way so that we can continue doing what we do well and with great excellence and courage. And then finally, finally, I received this just this week, a letter. This is from a cast member who uh, is currently uh, associated with Treasure Island and was in the cast when we last staged it about five years ago. I never knew the impact Treasure Island and the song A Change of Course in the show would have on me. All was so good in my life, yet when many factors and some severe events and problems all converged at once. All my conventional methods and thinking were greatly challenged to the point of near abandonment. I was in over my head and couldn't even think straight. I questioned God, lost trust totally in myself and others. I tried avenues of survival I wouldn't recommend. I made some ill-advised choices. I understand now how some people can buy a lie and consider options they might not otherwise do. And the fallout, besides being very destructive, also produced some positive outcomes ultimately, as is God's redemptive way. One thing is that I have a greater compassion for those who suffer in silence. This was all going on during the last run of Treasure Island. But there's a song, A Change of Course. And you'll hear that beginning next weekend when we open Treasure Island. The words of that song haunted and hunted me by Christ, oh so gently. Every night we'd sing it as well as the closing song, and I'd watch Dwayne Crowther as... He was playing Long John Silver as he emoted to the audience the struggle for the courage to make the choice to turn back to God. And it penetrated my soul and gave me the courage to try God and the life I once had again. A whole new era of strength and purpose has emerged, tempered with the humble compassion that Jesus wanted me to see and an identity with the lost. Just know this show is more than a show. If you ever wonder if you're doing any good or if anyone's growing, if you ever save a life, Please know that you do. I am living proof. Thank you for a chance to sing again, this time with full joy and a rescued and redeemed soul that is whole and joyful. I can go a long ways on that in the darkest days and when things are troubled, when the spotlights blow up and when microphones fail. I remember things like this, and it keeps me going. It motivates me, and I hope you'll be motivated to support us as well.